Hi, welcome back to Redefine Fitness with Kelsey Wells. Um, that's me. Ooh, I feel so light right now and so happy. And I'm just so beyond grateful for those of you who have listened to the podcast thus far, especially my episode three, um, about one of my personal darkest nights, which was my faith crisis and loss of identity. Um, I listened to that episode back. It took me a while to do so because quite frankly, I felt like if I listened to it before I published it, I wouldn't ever um, have the courage to publish it, but I'm so glad I did. And there's only one thing listening to that back. There's one thing that I do want to correct myself on. Um, in the beginning I said, I didn't really know what to say or how to start, but I said, this is the big one or something like that. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about that this week because it finally hit me that it's not, not in the sense that I have some deep, dark thing that I haven't shared with you guys that I've experienced, but in the sense that I finally understand that my trauma does not define me. And I am who I am because I am who I choose to be. Things happen in life that are out of our control. But the most formative force in our life is our perspective and our actions. And those things are always 100% in our control. So um, the big thing and the big one, if I had to pinpoint it, I really think would be self-belief because largely it came down to the choice that I made to believe in me. Um, if you can safely, I'm going to ask you to close your eyes. I know I've done this before, but go with me on this. If not, just think about this. I want you to think of a belief that you hold, something you believe in, religious or otherwise. What is something that you believe so deeply that you know it? some core belief that forms you on an intrinsic level that that gives you calm and steadiness and peace. I want you to think about how this belief makes you feel, why you cultivate it and cling to it, and how you behave surrounding it. You defend your beliefs you cherish and you champion your belief. It is time you believe in yourself. I'm not here to tell you anything about what religion to subscribe to or not, or what to believe or how to live your life aside from the fact that I believe no matter what you believe in that sense, you cannot afford to not believe in yourself and cultivate that foundation. And doing so 
whoa, it's a big deal. It's actually a big deal in a world, especially towards women that tells them to stay small and shrink themselves and makes you feel that you're never enough and you can't measure up choosing to have the audacity to believe in yourself. That is one of the most radical forms of standing up to all the things that are wrong in this world. And I know that these are heavy times, but I promise you that the changes you seek to help make start by you believing in yourself. And then you will be able to find your path and greater step into your purpose. I want to read to you um, another poem. (laughs) It's kind of becoming a thing of mine, I think. But this is actually a poem, but it's actually a children's book that I wrote. And I was hoping to get published for Anderson, but um, I never did or I haven't yet. But it's, it's light and it's fun. And it's called Believe in Yourself. Believe in your ability to choose. Believe in your ability to change. Understand that you were born to break molds, not stay the same. Believe in the truth that you are stronger than you know, that all of your pain can empower you to grow. Believe that you can, that one day you will. When doubt and fear rise up, be still. They will say that you can't. Who does she think she is? No matter how loud their voices, please remember this. Everything is impossible until it is not. For every dream achieved are a million forgot. You may not be there yet, and the road may be long, the mountain high and the work on and on. But this is your story. Every day a blank page. Will you sit on the sideline or take center stage. Whatever it is you long to achieve, it must start here, in yourself. Believe. I love um, the quote from Henry Ford, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. That's something we talk about a lot in our home, especially when Anderson was like three or four. And it's just, it's a really, really powerful truth. If you think about it, it's really this simple. If every single human on earth was rooting for you and cheering for you and believed you could do something, but you didn't, you could not do it. However, If no one believed in you, everyone was rooting for you to fail and you were utterly and completely alone, but you believed in you, you could. So yes, it matters. It matters what you think about yourself, how you speak to yourself, and if you do or do not believe in yourself. Ultimately, the changes that you seek in redefining fitness and in other and all areas and aspects of your life do come down to that. Much like self-love, I understand that that's not that easy. 
but it is in your control. And that is what this episode is about. This episode is about self-belief and it is about progress. Um, Ryan recommended me recently the book Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. And it surprised me a lot. I've really enjoyed it so far, but one quote from that book really hit me. He said, you do wrong to yourself, my soul, and you will no longer have the opportunity of giving yourself respect. You do wrong to yourself, my soul, and you will no longer have the opportunity of giving yourself respect. When you continuously put yourself down and do wrong to yourself and wrong your soul, you no longer have the opportunity of giving yourself the respect and self-belief that you deserve. Now, actually, how, right? Okay, this is what everyone wants to know. And if you've listened to the other episodes so far, one of my biggest feedback questions is, okay, I actually am believing that I am worthy of self-love and wanting to make these changes, but how? Where can I tangibly, actually, practically start to make that shift? And right now, we are about to talk about the eight tangible tips to making that kind of progress and to practicing self-belief that I personally used in my journey. Um, when my whole world fell out from underneath me, this is how I put one foot in front of the other and slowly, slowly and painfully and heavily rebuilt and reshaped my world and discovered who I am. Um, all right. So eight tangible tips. Tip number one, awareness of your thoughts. Awareness in and of itself is such a potent and powerful tool. And it might seem a little abstract, but it is a practical tip being aware of your thoughts, more specifically of your self-depreciating thoughts. When you make fun of yourself, when you put yourself down, whether out loud or in your head, I want you to call yourself out. I want you to take notice. How often are you doing that? In what ways are you doing that? In what situations? How are you feeling when you're doing that? Bring that awareness to those thoughts. And following up on that, understand that you do not need to believe everything that you think. And even deeper question, challenge those thoughts. Like I've talked about so much, your intrinsic internal dialogue is not one of self-hate. Those things are learned somewhere. And stopping and trying to start to understand why you might be thinking and believing and saying and feeling these bad, negative, hateful things about yourself is where I personally started that allowed me to make the shifts to start unsubscribing to some of them. Tip number two is to give yourself grace because I promise you that compounding a negative with a negative and shaming yourself for beating yourself up is never going to be the answer. We cannot shame our way into self-love. It does not work like that. So give yourself grace. When you catch yourself acting 
unkindly to yourself. Give yourself grace. And then the tangible part of this and the practical action behind this is to redirect your thoughts, replace those. This, I will never forget, um, was something that Ryan had me do. He, of course, started to notice, um, actually back when we were dating, that I would constantly compare myself to others. And I don't remember exactly where we were, the specifics, but I remember he kind of gently just told me, hey, I don't want you to do that anymore. And I can't let you speak like that about yourself anymore. And every time I hear you say something bad about yourself, you're going to have to say three things that you love about yourself or that are good or that you appreciate about you. And he actually held me to it. And when I came into these really negative places a little bit later on in life, I practiced this um, really adamantly. And it helped me a lot. It helped me to realize, damn, you know, there's a lot that I'm saying to myself that's not kind. And at first redirecting and replacing those thoughts with a positive thought felt almost impossible and didn't start with my physical self. It started with, okay, I love my son. I feed him and keep him alive every day. I made a dinner for Ryan today. Like they were kind of selfless things. And then slowly it was my body keeps me alive. My heart beats beautifully and constantly, no matter what it's feeling. I love the freckles in my eyes. And I started to slowly and steadily uncover things that I did at first respect and then admire and appreciate and love about myself. So yeah, give yourself grace, redirect those thoughts. Number three or tip number three is to make goals, make sure that all of your goals are anchored in a mindset of abundance. You hear about this so much lately, living in a mindset of abundance, and it's so great to talk about in a financial sense, right? Everyone's cool with that. But when you talk about having a mindset of abundance towards yourself and your self-love and living in confidence and joy, why do we get so uncomfy with that? Remember that you deserve a life of joy simply because you're alive. You deserve all the love that you sometimes withstand or resist people giving to you. Make sure that your goals in this area, in the area of fitness, your physical fitness, all other facets of fitness are anchored in a mindset of abundance. So what does that look like? Um, instead of, I want to lose X amount of pounds, I want to gain strength. I want to gain perspective. I want to, not I can't have this or I can never drink soda, but I want to drink more water because I'm going to keep my body more hydrated. It's so simple, but it actually makes a difference. We know the power of goal setting. I don't need to go into that right now, 
but make sure when you're writing down those goals that every single one of them reads as a positive thing, not a restrictive negative thing. Tip number four, affirmations. Oh, you guys, um, if hearing the word affirmations makes you cringe, this is for you. (laughs) It's for all of us, but here's the deal. This was like the most uncomfortable thing for me. Um, And that makes me really sad to think about now. But sitting or standing in front of your mirror and saying right out loud positive affirmations about yourself, about your body, and about your life is so powerful. It's not cheesy. It's not stupid. It's real. And it's helpful. I believe that truth has a feeling. And when you look in the mirror and you say things to yourself, like I am worthy, you will feel the truth of that. And the harder it is to say, and the more uncomfortable it feels at first, the more you need it. At least that's exactly how it was and still is for me. One of the most powerful personal affirmations that I've used, and I use this in my Redefined Fitness program, I believe, is this set of affirmations. My body is a miracle. And... I am more than my body. And I think it's simply because if we are truly telling ourselves and reminding ourselves and remembering and starting to believe that our body is a miracle and that we are more than our body, it leaves very little room for hating our bodies. Affirmations. Um, Tip number five is to be present. And what I mean in this context with that is in especially the field of fitness or in the context with physical fitness, things are very often broken down to timeframes, 12 weeks for this program, four weeks for this program. And that's great. I'm not saying that's bad in any sense. However, I am saying that we can quickly become overwhelmed if we are looking at a longer period of time. But here's the thing. How does that longer, bigger, grander goal get achieved? Truly through little daily efforts. Your life is quite literally predicated upon your small daily efforts. So be present. It does matter what you do right now today. So every day that you stay hydrated, Every day you take your daily vitamins, every day that you practice an affirmation, every time that you give yourself grace, acknowledge those small things and celebrate those little moments. And when you feel overwhelmed with how far you have to go or the changes you long to make just seem too big and too far from where you currently are, remember that they're not. 
Because honestly, on a more macro level, all there is is right now. And so if in this moment you can be present and choose to practice self-belief and choose to cultivate self-love and do one thing for yourself today, one of these things, you've made it. That's what it takes. It's little. It's step-by-step. Be present one damn day at a time. Tip number six, practice positivity. I love positive psychology. I have a goal of getting one of the top positive psychologists on this podcast, maybe Sue Langley or um, Sean Anker, and really diving into the science behind the fact that it is never too late to actually rewire your brain and to become a more positive person. Isn't that incredible? We can break the chains. And doing little things like positivity practices makes such a powerful difference in your life over time. My absolute favorite one and the one that I started with is called a gratitude journal. I do mine in the morning. Every morning I wake up and before I get onto my phone, sometimes I do it in the notes on my phone, but I prefer to have a pad of paper and I simply list bullet style three things that I am grateful for. And I try to focus them on that 24 hours. So the day before, sometimes when I'm in the day, especially if it's a harder or heavier day, it's tougher. But when you wake up fresh and you reflect back on the day that you just lived and you record that in a sense down through a beautiful, positive lens, or you find the nuggets of lessons or wisdom or joy amongst the hard heaviness, it's a beautiful, powerful thing. And it begins to allow you to have more gratitude. Quite simply, gratitude journaling is one of the most formative tools that I've practiced in my life. And on the days that it's really hard to think of something specific from that day that you are grateful for, zoom out because ultimately to be alive is a miracle. Be grateful for, again, your heart beating for if you are healthy enough to walk, if you have your eyesight. I mean, there's so many things that are such miraculous blessings in life that we very easily take for granted And you can always start there. Tip number seven, meditation. I won't go into this too much right now. I'm planning on doing a full episode all about it and my personal journey with it and how I started. But if you do not currently have a meditation practice, I would urge you to begin. I started mine with a simple three to five minutes of silence every day. To this day, I prefer silent self-guided meditation over using an app or something, but there's so many options there. Um, Meditation, absolutely incredibly powerful on so many levels and so much research to back that up as well. Um, Tip number eight is mindful movement. Of course, you guys, this is, oh, Again, the mindset for movement matters so much. I've said it for years. I'll never stop saying it. 
that is why and what my redefined fitness strength and mindfulness program is all about and for. And essentially I take classic proven positive psychology and, um, gratitude practice techniques and infuse them into my strength training that I'm known for. Every session begins with setting an intention for that session. There's a theme, there's affirmations. We practice throughout the rest and the sets that carry those themes. And we end with a moment of gratitude for our bodies. And these are things that even if you're not training with me in that program, you can incorporate into any type of workout style that you are doing or enjoy especially your intention and your moment of gratitude for your body when you finish. Um, so yeah, that is tips one through eight to recap on these tangible tips and these tools, I guess that I personally used to make progress in my life and redefine fitness personally. Tip number one, awareness of your thoughts. Don't believe everything you think. Tip number two, giving yourself grace, redirecting and replacing your negative thoughts. Tip number three, make sure that your goals that you set are anchored in a mindset of abundance and write those down and make sure they read out in a positive way. Tip four, affirmations in the mirror, write out loud. Tip five, be present. Take this journey one damn day at a time. Celebrate, acknowledge the small things and the little efforts. Number six, practice positivity. I recommend gratitude journaling to start with this. Tip seven, meditation. And number eight, mindful movement. All of this to say, and I'll always say it, if you are in a place where you feel you need professional help for your mental health or in any other sense, seek that out. You do not need to do this work alone. There are so many resources available. Now, I can't really talk about progress without... um, making it abundantly clear that I still struggle. I hope that that's obvious and a given, but I just want to be clear that even now as my most comfortable, confident, authentic, and healthiest self that I have ever been, even after years of healing and growth and making progress and doing this work, even still I struggle but shaming yourself for struggling because you should quote, know better is shame just the same. And I decided years ago that I no longer play that game. So here I am. I feel and accept and am honest with myself about what I feel and have felt. And I do these things. I try to meet myself with grace And it gets easier. It gets so much easier over time, you guys. And my really bad moments and rough days are now far, far fewer and much further between instead of my norm. However, my personal mental health struggles are still real. 
So along our path to progress, as we, me and you and all of us together, but separately work to heal and embody our most authentic, healthiest selves, I just want to leave you with these reminders. Remember to give yourself grace through whatever you may be facing, whatever you are feeling today. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with your inner child who is still very much with you. I want you to remember as you make your progress that your moments of struggling do not negate your strength. Struggling breeds strength. You have not failed when you feel like you have a setback. Remember also that healing is not linear, nor do I believe that it's meant to be. I speak a lot on the fact that we are and life is and not or. And I could expand on that for a whole hour, but yeah. Remember that learning to live from self-love does not dismiss moments of self-depreciation or insecurity. They're still going to happen. You are human. Remember that healthy living and living with any sort of challenges or mental health challenges particularly are not mutually exclusive. Finally, remember what I said earlier about progress being about direction and not perfection. Your progress is predicated on those small daily conscious efforts. Um, I'm proud of you because if you're listening to this and you've gotten this far, that means that you are showing up for yourself and you are doing this work and you are making progress. I promise. I just want to leave you with uh, one more short poem, which is called progress. (laughs) I did not get to choose today the way I awoke filled with anxiety. I did not get to choose the reaction an old trigger elicited in me mentally and emotionally, but I am now so much more aware And I decide where I go, how I treat myself, and what I do from here. So do you, my dear. That is progress. And that makes all the difference. Now I challenge you, I'm leaving you with a challenge, to have the audacity to choose to believe in yourself right now, today. How? Where do you start? By choosing even just one of those tips that I gave you and putting it into practice practice straight away right now, today. I love you.